Try to get an interview here. I'm not sure who he's going to try to talk to. The outsiders. Wait, my assistant just told me the guys in the back are getting dressed now. All right, let's go. Gino Kalin's ready. Take it, Gino. All right, Eric, I'm going to try it if I can. I'm going to start with Sting after what happened last night at the Bash at the Beach in neighboring Orlando. Sting, a very somber mood here tonight. I can't believe it. I can feel it. You can feel it. These people continue to make our lives very, very tenuous. They did it again tonight, right in the middle of your match with Arn Anderson. But let's go back to last night. What's your sense of what happened at the Bash at the Beach? I am not at all surprised. What happened last night, I'm not surprised about coming from the two outsiders. But I will say I am very, very surprised at you, Hulk Hogan. But I should have known. I should have known when you were traveling to every town in that big fat limo. I should have known because you didn't want to travel with the Macho Man and Total Package and the Stinger. Uh-uh, you were too busy making big movies and coming in for a little cameo appearance. You were too busy walking on the dark side. I should have known when you referred to the Macho Man and the Total Package and me as three little dogs waiting for a chance to wrestle the great Hulk Hogan. I should have known when I looked into your eyes. But you know something? I made a mistake. But you made a bigger mistake. Because last night, you wiped out and trashed every single little kid, every single person that was a part of your life that patterned their life after you. You told them to believe in the man upstairs. You told them to say their prayers and to take their vitamins. You told them to believe in themselves. And you know something? It's a good thing you told them to believe in themselves because they sure as heck can't believe in you. By the way. And last but not least, to put the cherry on the top, all those little kids, you told them to stick it. No. You stick it, Hulk. You stick it. That is very strong. By the way, as fate would have it, these two men and their partner last night, Lex Luger got knocked out early in the action, so the two of you had to go against the outsiders. Macho Man Randy Savage, you were very close with Hulk Hogan as I was. You were part of the mega powers. And if anybody got it stuck up or stuck down, well, stuck to him, you got, really got it stuck to you. I get a message for Hollywood Hogan. But what I want to tell ya, and what I want to do to ya, I can't say you're on television, especially here at Disney. But you take the worst thing that you can think about, and you multiply it by the number nine million, and then you multiply it by infinity and beyond. It would be just like one grain of sand in the Sahara Desert, brother, because it's really, really scary what I'm thinking and gonna do to you. Yeah! Boy, there is some energy, there is some emotion built up in these bodies, these minds, all of us at World Championship Wrestling still wondering, 
what happened to Hulk Hogan last night? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live in Orlando. This is Nitro, and we're right back. What's up, wrestling fans? This is former WCW wrestling star Glacier. Make sure to tune in to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, that big pain in the butt choppy. So make sure you tune in before blood runs cold on you. <laughs> your show, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember. What this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Episode 415 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live to tape on RantEMRadio.com, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media for the time being. I, as always, for the last almost 10 years now, your gracious host, the impact player, Mr. Philly Rea, and I am riding solo tonight. I was supposed to be on vacation, I'll get into that in a minute. I'm on staycation, though. Staycation 2021 has officially jumped off as of noon yesterday, and I am beyond blessed, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, Jay is camping. I actually got a call from Jay right before he hit the mountains because Jay, his phone doesn't work where he goes. He goes, like, way up wherever. I think it's upstate somewhere, but he goes, him and his family, 
his girl and the kids. They all go. They go camping, and you can't get him. Uh, Jay doesn't use his phone anyway. He barely texts. So he got. I mean, he doesn't use social media. You got to. You got to force him to go online. But he barely checks his phone because he's always busy. So it's like um, he's not very. He's not very tech savvy, but he's gotten better. He's actually, you know, bought himself a computer. Like, you know, we we, we were teasing him for a while, but he's been nothing less than amazing uh, these last several months, and I couldn't be happier with all the stuff that he's been doing for us and uh, the podcast and everything else. So we'll get into that. So I was supposed to be in Connecticut last night and then coming home from Boston or Massachusetts today, but the weather was not cooperating. Um... So, I decided not to go at all because I wasn't going to go to a baseball game, you know, 80, 90 miles away and then sit in, in the rain for two innings, get rained on, and then waste 130 bucks in a hotel. So, I was going to hook up with Mike Noranganga from the Midnight Jury because Mike uh, not, lives not too far from there. He lives in the same state. And Mike was like, you know, we'll hook up or whatever. We made this plan. And... uh he put it on social media, he put it on Twitter, and uh, I was like, well, I and then I wrote back, well, unfortunately, I am not making the trip. I was going to text him, but since he put it on social media, I was like, I'm not going to make the trip because of the weather. And then, it's funny, the the actual team wrote back, you know, we don't we don't rain out. And Mike's like, yeah, whatever, you know, Mike, you know how Mike is. Shout out to the Midnight Jury. It was Calvin Brody's birthday this week, this past week. Shout birthday to, to our pal Cal. Midnight Jury, every couple of weeks on the rant. You can get them every week on MidnightJury.com and all that good stuff. Mike's been our colleague and friend for about 10 years now. He's He's been our stable mate forever, um, and he's a good dude. I'm, I can't wait to see him again. Um, he's two beautiful children now. He's got it going on. His wife's had a birthday, and uh, Miss Sydney Chadwick, happy birthday to her from the Midnight Jury. And so, you know, they, they're doing big things out there up in, um, up in the, uh, the constitutional state. Uh, they, they, isn't that what the what Connecticut is, what the relations place is, the constitutional state? I don't know, but there's mad traffic up there when you drive through there. That's, I mean, I, I, that's because I was up there. We were up there Father's Day weekend in Mystic, and it was fucking four and a half hours to get home. That was a ridiculous trip. So anyway, I don't go. My girlfriend's on vacation, right? Steps in Florida with her people. And um, I said, you know, listen, I said, I'm not going to go. I said, because she was coming back last. She was coming back Thursday night. So I said, you know, I said, I'm not going to go. I said, you know, and I told her why. So I, and I felt terrible. I planned this back in like May. I was all excited. I was going to go see go see a Goats game, hang out in Hartford for the night. Not much to do there. So I was going to maybe play some Strat in the hotel room, hook up with Mike, like I said, from the Midnight Jury. And then the next day, take a 30-minute train ride to Amtrak to, um, to Massachusetts, to Springfield to see the Basketball Hall of Fame. With the draft this weekend, and, you know, I was all, 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 all best. I'm sports savage. I mean, it's baseball trade deadline today, and then it was, you know, football camp starting up, and basketball, hockey had their draft last week, and and the expansion draft last week because of the Seattle Kraken coming in. And then, of course, now the NBA draft was last night, and uh, my teams did all right. So I'm happy about that, and hopefully it all pans out for those guys, you know. Uh, so I was, you know... I was mad. I was like, I'm just not going. So she went and fucking gave me, she went and bought me two tickets to yesterday afternoon's Met game. It was a 12 noon start against the Atlanta Braves. Now, the weather here wasn't promising either. And I'm like, great. She spent all this money on, she gave me like, we're like literally 14 rolls from the field. So uh, my nephew, Nick, 
I, I offered a ticket to anybody who wanted to go with me because, you know, again, they're really close and really expensive, and I didn't want to waste a ticket. And even if they get rained out, um, even if they get, you know, you got to get five innings in to win, you know, to, for the game to be official, but I was hoping to get at least four or five innings in because of the rain. So I cannot go because I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not that far away. So I, I get up really early and take the bus into the city, take the train into Queens, and I love going back home to Queens because it feels, it feels really good. Um, to be home, I, I'm from Queens. I was born in Brooklyn, and I'm raised in Queens. You guys all know that. If you if you if you're local, then you know why I love Queens so much. And um, to me, the melting pot of the best borough for melting pots in general, you know, 230 something countries live here, 14 million people live here, and Queens has most of them. You know, so it's like it's a melting pot, especially where City Field is. You're right in the middle. It's like, it's like Jackson Heights area, um, Corona Queens area. It's very Central and South American, very Asian. You got a lot of flavors there when it comes to food and and um, and culture, and you got the whole whole science over there. You got the Arthur Ashe Stadium where AEW's gonna be in a, in a couple of months. You got, you know, you, you got just a, an abundance of shit in Queens. It's a it's a it's a, it's a beautiful borough, you know. And I'm not taking nothing away from Brooklyn or the Bronx or money making Manhattan or out here on Staten Island. Um, but that's where I'm from, and that's where I, I live and die I, by, by, by my nostalgia, I guess, you know. So so we get out there, and um, it's disgustingly humid. But I'm, they, she bought us tickets for this Delta Lounge. Delta's the, the, the sponsor of Delta Airlines. And it's basically a fucking lounge with a restaurant and a bar. I'm like, I'm chilling in the lounge before I went outside. I'm like, this is great. And air conditioning, I got myself something to eat. I wrote a lineup. I, had to, I bought a scorecard. Uh, just nice to be back in a ballpark. I haven't been to a game in almost two seasons between COVID and, and all the stuff going on. I had a move last year, and I mean, it's been a fucking nightmare, man. And I, and I, and I haven't been to a concert since December of 19, and I haven't been to a ball game. And all things that make me happy, uh, I haven't done. You know, I mean, I've been blessed because I've been able to go to eat in restaurants, and I've been able to shop where I want to shop, basically. And thank God for Amazon, you know. But, like, other than that, and I've been to a couple of parties and, you know, birthday parties and stuff like that. And, you know, last year, when we, you know, found had a pool open all summer. Every summer she has a pool open, so I was hanging out out there a lot. So it was like, you know, I, I had stuff going on, but it just wasn't the same, man. I love to see live baseball. I love to watch live music. I love to be out. And I'm not a big f- people person anymore. I don't like, you know... A lot of I don't like big crowds and I don't like the hot weather. But you know, if I'm gonna take the hot weather and deal with people in general, I might as well be at a game or I might as well be at a uh, at a concert because it's just I love that live atmosphere, man. There's nothing. And if you're if and then following to a wrestling match two weeks, a couple weeks ago, when I, that felt like a million, I felt like a million bucks, a million bucks. I was so blessed, you know. So got to see my man Chris McCluskey. I haven't. He's an old colleague of mine, boss man. Uh, he now works for the New York Mets. That was cool seeing him, and he looks so good, and he feels good, and he's away from EMS and doing his thing, and I'm happy for him. And my nephew Nick came through. He's a big fan, big Mets fan, big sports fan, so I like talking with Nick. Um, he's my niece's boyfriend, and he's a good kid, and he's just he's, he's another Queens kid. So you know we you know we got that in common, and we both like the Knicks and the Mets and the Rangers and. I don't know what team he roots for in football, but I don't root for his team. I know that unless the, unless it's the, unless it's the um, 
the Giants when they're not playing my Minnesota Vikings. That'll be all right. By the way, I think we're live. We're going to be live on YouTube later on. I don't, I don't know if, if this recording's working or not. I'm trying out some video. If it is, it is. If, it, if it's not, it is what it is. I can't, you know. I'm trying to work in this all the I'm trying to be positive about the equipment, and we're doing all right. So, you, I don't know how long you'll be getting me for. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing much right now. So, um, so yeah. So, I went to the game yesterday, and it didn't start raining until I was on my way home. I was very, 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 very lucky. And I got home just in time for where it got really bad. Like, we got a lot of rain in a short period of time within, like, a two, three-hour span, and it got bad. So, I mean, even Jersey got hit with some, like, uh, some some bad floods and stuff, too. So, I got home just in time. So, you know, I was catching up with, uh, I took a shower. I just, you know, laid out. I was just exhausted because, you know, um, I, any, anywhere I go now from Staten Island, Mass Transit, it's, it's a, it's a guaranteed 90 minute to a two hour ride. So you prepare yourself for it mentally, physically, you never do. So between sitting out in the sun in, in the haze, it wasn't even like sunny really, it was just a haze. I even got sunburn on my head a little bit, even though it wasn't that sunny out. It's the worst kind of sunburn because you don't see the sun. So between sitting in the haze all day and being up since seven o'clock in the morning, by the time it came, I got home at like 530. By the time I got out of the shower, I took a second shower. I was, just, I, was just, I felt so grimy because I got to take a bus to a train. The train goes right to right to City Field. So, but like just taking that train back to to New York, to Manhattan was like gross because it was it was it was gross outside. It was more gross underground. So, needless to say, I was not very comfortable because I'm a big person. I hate you know I sweat a lot because I have a I got a some medical issues going on at that. Not because I'm not, I mean, I'm fat, so I sweat, but I have some other issues where I sweat profusely. Not where I stink or anything like that, but I just, it, I, 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 I sweat a lot. It's a thyroid uh, condition I have. It's, uh, I, basically, I don't have a thyroid right now, and I'm medicating for it, and it's not working. And um, I don't have cancer. They tapped, they, they found some like lymph notes on, they found some, um, some, um, lesions or whatever they are on my lymph on my lymph nodes and um they took uh they took biopsies and they they, they thought it was cancer because i had a lot of them and what i get only 15 percent of men get this is mainly a, a female disease so i guess i'm a bitch like that too <laughs> so no this i'm not i'm not calling women bitches i'm just being silly um but yeah i'm um it's a thyroid condition i think it's hashimoto disease hashimoto syndrome i forget the name of it but it's, it's, you know, it's another reason why when I got the bariatric surgery, I only lost 150 pounds because I thought, you know, I didn't lose all the weight. Why did I lose all the weight? I was going, I was going to the gym. I was eating right after the surgery. And then I just got depressed. I didn't eat. I put some weight. I put a little weight back on. I was like, this is just ridiculous. And I found out. I, I, fig- I finally, after 10 years, I figured out why I didn't lose all the weight was because of the thyroid surgery. So needless to say. Uh, I'm on top of it. I'm addressing it. I'm doing whatever the doc tells me to do. Dr. Cohen is the man. Even though I hate living out here on Staten Island, I got some really cool doctors, and my dentist is great. Um, but my my endocrinologist is is the is the man. Uh, Dr. Cohen is the is the best. He he's he's down to earth. He's a cool dude. Only thing is, he's a Phillies fan. So even though we could talk baseball, I don't. I hate the Phillies, but I don't hate Dr. Cohen. So we could talk. We talked about Philly and made a lot of trades, so hopefully by the next time I see him, we'll have some more to talk about. Season will be in the playoffs, but I am beyond stoked about 
my staycation because I got, I got to see the Mets. I haven't seen the Mets in so long. So last night I come home, like I said, and uh, and I'm corresponding with Steph. She's getting ready to leave Clearwater, Florida. She's with her people. They're, they're chilling with all her girlfriends. And I knew where she was going, and I and she's been super great to me. And um, and I don't really put it on social media that much because of a situation that's been going on. I can't really talk about it. Um, but I can't really like show her off like I want to. And I and it's just there's a reason behind it. And I don't want to get into it. it. Doesn't matter at this point. I'm hoping it'll get better. It probably will get better soon. I'm not really. I'm not as mad as I was about it, but um, so I don't really, I talk about it all the time, but I just can't show her off. Like everybody else shows off their girlfriends and their wives and whatever. Um, and so I'm corresponding with Steph, and she's like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm landing at this time. Can you meet me at my house? I'm like, yeah, sure. And, you know, um, so coming to find out, because of the weather here and the weather along the East Coast, the the it's ridiculous how, the um, the weather affected everything. She, she her flight was so delayed that she didn't even get home till almost two this morning. So I meet her at the house, whatever. I stayed up late, and I went over there, hung out, watching baseball. I was watching San Diego and Colorado. What a fun team those Padres are, huh? They're really good. If you're a baseball fan, it's, it's, it's that that Padres team, and it just got even better. Insane. A lot of teams got better. If you're if you're a baseball fan, if you're a Met fan, Yankee fan, Dodger fan. Even Phillies uh, got better. If you're if you're a fan of any of those teams right now, shit, man, the, the next couple of weeks going to be insane, insane. So she goes to Clearwater now. I know what's in Clearwater. Every wrestling fan knows what's in Clearwater, and I purposely don't tell her what's there because knowing her, she'll go and spend a ridiculous amount of money on me and buy me something that she. Shouldn't be buying me because I want her to enjoy her vacation. So, you know, I, she says, you got to meet me at the house. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So I meet her at the house, and her girlfriend's coming with her, and she and now her, 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 her best friend puts her, the phone on. Uh, it's Big Dave's girlfriend, Nikki. And she's like, uh, she's got the phone on me. I'm like, What's, you know, why is she filming me? I'm like, it's so now Steph pulls out what looks to be um, a, a surf bag, one of those big tote bags. And she pulls out a belt. I know it's a belt because it's, it's a belt case, right? So now I'm just like, okay. What In my mind, what did you do, you know? And uh, what it was was a autographed big gold belt. Um, debuted in 86 with Ric Flair. And uh, we won it when he won it back from Dusty. Well, I'm sorry. Dusty beat him for it. In 86, that was the last one. Ric Flair debuted in 86. Um, it's a big gold belt, autographed, authenticated not once but twice from Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And um, I was speechless, you know. Of course, I cry a lot because it's what I do. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the Ric Flair of podcasting. So, I, uh, of course, I'm crying now because I was like, you know, it's, it's so profound how someone... Um, has you on their mind like that, you know? I'm very, very jaded from uh, relationships. I failed marriages. I, I had girlfriends I, that liked me more than I liked them, and they probably broke their heart because, uh, and then I got my heart broken every time I invested my emotion in somebody. And then uh, I met 
I didn't. I mean, I mean, I knew Steph, but when Steph reached out to me, actually, Steph and I started talking um, around this time a year ago. But it didn't really get really hot and heavy till the end of probably next month, towards her birthday in September. So you know, we, uh, when she, you know, I was very he- hesitant about even doing anything because I wasn't. I I'm not. I mean, I'm good in terms of getting help, but I'm not really good with. Um, like relationships, and I figured maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe I got to work on some shit. Maybe I have to be, you know, maybe I have to uh, take care of things and address things, certain things in my life. And I, you know, I talked to a therapist and all this other shit, right? But you know, in the same breath, you know, how do I deny something that feels very good? You know, so I'm this all going through my head as as I'm opening this belt, right? I can't tell her this until her girlfriend's standing in. I'm just like, you know, I, I hug her really tight and. I've just like, this is something that, you know, I've gotten many wonderful presents, birthday presents in my life, you know, and uh, I've been blessed because the last several years of my life, I've, I've actually celebrated my birthday, you know, with friends or hanging, hanging out, family, shit, you know, I, I'm, I, growing up, it wasn't, after the, after a certain age, my family didn't really, really uh, do much for my birthday, which is fine, you know, it's just, it's, and I'm not going to get into why, whatever, it, does, it doesn't matter at this point, it's, it's, it's old news, you know, so, this belt, and I, and I, I, I left it over there, because I, I left it by steps, because I had to leave and go to the barbershop, I wasn't carrying this belt around the barbershop, especially after seeing how, m- I know how much he paid for it, I know how much he paid for it, and it's, it, it was an insane amount of money, and Big Dave helped her, Rob, Elaine, Jay, they're all like, she's in this group text chat apparently. And Big Dave was FaceTiming the fucking owner of the, of the, of the, of the shop. And like they were shopping for belts and it was like, it was all this all big scheme, you know, it was a, to, to get me this present. And I, I'm, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you're in a position where you have so many people looking out for you, it's like, it's, it's, it's not only overwhelming, it's, it's so... It's so f- it's so great to have that feeling in your life when you have so many people looking out for you. I can't tell you how, and I I tell you guys all the time how insanely blessed I am, uh, because I have all these wonderful people in my life. But I got to tell you, man, like this this whole Steph thing is 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 the real deal, and she's been a breath of fresh air, and she's selfless and she's beautiful and she has a heart that can't measure anybody else I've ever been with and I've been married so they 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 now you know where where I stand with it and just for her to have me in that mindset just to walk into a shop and spend that much money on somebody without thought um is just for me it's mind-boggling because I can't my first thought was I can't do for her what she's done f- with what she what she's doing for me like I I don't have that financial um cushion uh I'm not saying she's like richer she's not like that but and you know she's a little doing a little better than I am and you know financially so it's like I she can go into a store and buy something and be for you know and not be uh, frugal about it just be frivolous about it you know that's why I wanted her to enjoy her vacation. I wanted her to, you know, oh, what'd you buy? I, I bought a bag. You know, I bought some flip flops. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, 
I'm thinking maybe a handbag or something, you know, something like the girls what girls buy, you know? And uh no, she buys me this really, really amazing and expensive uh memorabilia and I'm just over the moon about it. So um I just wanted to tell her thank you and I love her and I think the world to her and I think that she's the most wonderful, greatest thing that's happened to me in her Super, super, super long time. And I don't think I'm worthy of of her love. And I was telling her friend this today. I'm like, he, I said, I said, I, I know, I know you know this already. I sent the, I told the friend on text message. And I said, I, I texted her. I was like, I know you know this already, but she's amazing and she's got this this heart. And I don't think I deserve it. And she's like, well, I don't know about all that, but I know that what you mean to her and what you mean to her daughter. And I never thought I'd be in this position again. And as scared as I am for the other foot to drop, like it always does, I find myself just not thinking about it as much as I used to. I find myself just doing what I got to do and being who I am and not fading away from uh, fear or any regret. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be 47 uh, Saturday from the morning, like about four or five days from now. And you get to a certain age in your life, and I've said this before on a podcast, you get to a certain age in your life and you're like, you start questioning things like, you know, your education and your job. And I'm like, I'm living check to check and now I'm pissed off because I want to do things like that for her. I want to buy her stupid shit, you know, and I can't. But, I mean, and, and she's not about that. That's that. She's not about that life. You know, she's just, she's bougie, but she doesn't, li- she's not, she's not bougie in terms of like, she's not rich, you know. But she's bougie and she'll, she'll put things aside to get what she's got to get and she. You know, she knows what she wants, and and that's it. And I and I and I admire her for that. You know, now she's spoiling me. She's putting me in fancy fucking baseball seats, and she's buying me these really awesome, amazing gifts. And it's like, you're gonna spoil me. And I and I and she's like, you deserve to be spoiled. And I'm like, I don't, do do I really though? And that was the thing. I like, do you do I really deserve to be spoiled? Do I really? Is it you know? And I'm not saying every failed relationship that you're in is your fault. You know, but I at one point I was like, this is all my fault. You know. Every relationship I was in that that got ruined. This is all my fault. And the first thing I learned in therapy was, no, Phil, it's not all your fault. Could you have done some certain things different? Sure, you can have. Can you should 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 you have been uh, better f- in certain situations? Absolutely, you could have been. But it's not all your fault. And once you realize that's not it's not all of your fault in certain situations, because maybe sometimes it is. But if you know in your heart that it's not all of your fault and you and you come to grips with it and, and you know that it's, it, it takes two to tangle when it comes to a relationship, and this is no matter what relationship you're in uh, r- romantically, this has nothing to do with gender or age or nothing like that, you know, because um, don't get it twisted. It's like it, it, it's another job. It's it's it's, you know. You're constantly thinking about the other person, no matter what. You think, things that don't involve her, like this. I think I'm thinking about her right now. She has nothing to do with this podcast. Nothing. She doesn't like wrestling. Okay. She knows that I'm on the podcast. She listens to it. She'll watch it when it's on when when it's, when it's being streamed. But like, she's not into it. You know, she was into it when she was a child, like most kids were. You know. So, but I think about her every, and that's when you know you're in love with somebody. You think about them every single day, every single minute, every single hour. What are they doing? Where they where they are? How they feel? You know, wh- you know, are they thinking about you the same way? Are they, are they feeling about you the same way? It's like these are things you just do. It's like it's like high school shit, you know. It's high school shit. And uh, matter of fact, I'm getting. Hold on a second. 
I got stuff going on, so I'm going to be, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a deal, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm tickled pink about it, <laughs> and I, I can't tell you how happy I am about it, and I'm just, it's, it's wonderful, and I hope it lasts forever, and I hope that I can, you know, do what she's done for me. I could do I could do for what she's done for me and all this other happy horse shit. Um, all right, so we're about thirty minutes in. I'm gonna take a quick break, pay some bills, and then we're gonna come back and talk some other shit. And then uh, it's a short episode, so you know it is what it is. We'll be right back. We are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. We're live on the rant. Well, no, we're live to tape on the rant. Rant EM Radio on all the happy horse shit. You know, be right back. Lord Alfred Hayes, take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us... We will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. 
WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury Podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Disney MGM in Orlando, Florida. I came over here this afternoon with, what was it, Kissimmee Cab Company? Of course, these two gentlemen, you know who they are. We certainly found out who they are or were last night. They come in limo with the driver here. Gentlemen, we have things to talk about. What transpired last night at the Bash of the Beach, first knocking Lex Luger out of action. It happened, actually, at the hands of one of his own men, Sting. Sting and the Macho Man, then continuing on. The surprise of the night we'll see a little bit later, just moments from now, right here on TNT. But you, sir, you and your partner come to this great organization, and all of a sudden, things start to crumble. But I don't think that trend is going to continue for long, my friend. You know, Gene, I have to... Uh beg to differ with you on that one. You know, I thought tonight after we proved ourselves, you know, WCW last night took a beating. You know, the fans took a beating because the Hulkster told them exactly how it was. You know, Hulk built professional wrestling. These people can't even appreciate that. He and I can. Next week, the third member of the New Order will be here. Hulk Hogan will be at Nitro. And we'll see what these people have to do. We'll see what the, the WCW, the, what the big boys are going to put up against us. Because last night, I don't know about you, big boy, but uh, I felt like Mike, uh, Mark Furman at the... Uh, the the OJ trial? No, at the Apollo. Oh. I mean, geez, come on. The people were rough on us. They had reason to be rough on you. And I'll tell you, one man, if he's not here, he's got to be watching this television program. Hulk Hogan. Hi, Hulk. So many people so disappointed in your actions. I don't know if you coerced him into this or if he did this of his own volition, but nonetheless, it's been done. I just want to start by saying, Chico, that this portion of WCW Monday Nitro brought to you by The Outsiders and Hulk Hogan. I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Hey, we said we'd do it. We advertised it, then we delivered. We said we'd kick their butts, and we did it. And we're still the outsiders. We got to crash the party. You should be begging us to come in the door. You know, somebody made a comment to me this evening that, that I might not be working any longer. I'd like to know just what kind of control you guys have here. Gene, you know, scheme Gene, as far as I'm concerned, Chico, you got a job with the New World Order. Gentlemen, I will continue to work for Turner Broadcasting. What's the word with Hogan? Where is he tonight? Well, uh, I believe the Hulkster's back on the set uh, doing a movie tonight. Yeah, you know something? What? I heard that punk Randy Savage talking about Hollywood Hulk. A little bit jealous there, Mach. Just a little jealous. And, and for Luger, he didn't get hurt. He fainted when he saw us. Thank you, gentlemen. I don't like what I hear. Stay tuned. When we return on Nitro, you're going to see what went down.
Yeah, man. All right, we're back. All right, Tomical Throwbacks. Live to tape on the rant, rantdmradio.com. Part of Shining Wizards Network, part of Dark Satellite Media. It's your boy, Philly Raya, doing it solo this week. Anyway, so I'm, I, I just messed up the whole recording in terms of uh, the video. I thought you can pause it. You can't pause it. You hit stop. Once you hit stop, the, the video stops. I, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So it's going to be, I have to put the movie up or whatever. But the, the podcast, the audio part of it's doing dope. So we're going to do that. Um... Anyway, 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 anyway. All right, so I go with the mushy stuff out of the way. I get this belt. I've gone Hollywood. I've gone Hollywood. I called my cousin Richie today. As soon as I woke up this morning, I had breakfast. Steph and I had breakfast. I called him up because Richie's our resident belt belt guy. Um, anybody knows? Anybody see Richie? Anybody seen Richie? Well, Richie's in uh, South Florida. So Richie, uh, I, I sent my cousin. I sent. We did a video. I'm like, you know. Rich's like, yeah, I'm home, man. You know, Richie's home, like, he's off on Fridays. I send him, he's, like, almost in tears. Like, yo, Phil, this is, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, what do I got to do? What do I got to do now to, because I can't, like, I, I'm playing, like, a guitar. I'm, like, doing the Hulk Hogan thing. I want to get some fe- a, a feather boa, and I'm joking. Um, I, No, I, I wasn't joking. I was joking about the boa. And the, I was playing a guitar, you know, the, like Hogan does, play, play the, the belt guitar. Um, cause it's spray painted NWO and it's got, it's an authentic WWE replica, big gold belt, but it's signed by Hogan. And then it says too sweet on the other side of the belt. And then it's said, uh, you know, and then it's got NWO spray painted on it on the belt. So I said, Rich, I can't just, you know, I, I got, now I got two belts. Last birthday, I got the fucking AEW title. This birthday, I got this title. Now I said, do my, I, I, I gotta, I gotta case this. I gotta do something. He, so he sends me like this, this box, this, this, this. From Amazon, like you, you know, it's a sixty-four inch case that you hang up on your wall. With shipping, it's gonna cost you like two hundred bucks just to put this thing in a case. But you can't not you. That's how you go to display. You can't. I can't walk around with this thing. You know, I can't challenge people in in the, in, in in you know in the parking lot for this belt. You know, this is a real deal piece of. Mem- this is like my first real memorabilia. Like I've got eight by tens of wrestlers autographs and shit like that, but this is like my first. Real piece of memorabilia that I've ever gotten. Period. I wasn't one of those guys, man. I didn't really chase guys for autographs like that. I st- I only started getting autographs when I got became an adult. I really, as a kid, I really, all I wanted to do was get the magazines. I really didn't care about nothing. Now the fucking figures are here, and I, you know, I'm 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 doing the podcast, do conventions, we do you know, there's signings. Friends have gotten the signings. We've got we've met wrestlers at conventions. We've gotten signatures and stuff like that. So it's been. It's been a deal, you know. So Rich and I talking. I'm saying he's he's giving me advice because he's got a collection himself, you know. So he's my go-to when I need something belt-wise. I go to Richie, and uh, he sent me straight today. So I love you, cuz. Thank you for taking care of me today and, and get showing me the way about how to preserve my my new um, my new my new my new prize. Um, so, and uh, I'm just over the moon right now. I'm the happiest person on the planet. I I don't. You know, it took me a long time to accept certain things in my life by being happy, you know? And there's only certain things besides this podcast that make me happy. You know, this is my son, you know? And uh, and now this, you know, my relationships and the friendships I've formed in the last several years of my life. So I'm very, very blessed. 
But it's been a rough year in, you know, healthcare wise and it's been on the country and the world and and I'll get into wrestling in a few minutes. But I just wanna just wanna talk about this this whole you know, the government's talking about remasking everybody and this this variant of the the coronavirus now is, is running rampant in certain parts of the world and listen, I uh, I have a different take on certain things because I am a healthcare provider for twenty two years officially. I don't count the, the volunteer years, it's almost thirty at that point. But as a provider, um I'm not forced to trust the process. I'm not forced to uh, to believe in government and their and their policies and procedures, and I'm not forced to pick a side, like politically either, because that's just my 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 God given right to be as a citizen of this country, right? Part of me is is DIY punk rock. Everybody's a fucking. Everybody's shady. Everybody's grimy. Right, and part of me is like, all right, Phil, you're a grown up now. You've been in the healthcare industry for 22 years. You need to trust some of this process. I seen seven people die, that I knew, and that that's not counting the people I know who's lost people in their lives: husbands, wives, cousins, children, friends that have lost people in their lives. Okay. And I don't care what anybody tells me, and I don't care we if we've been friends for 5, 10, 20, 30 years. If you don't believe that this is a real thing, and again, this could be, you know, you could have this, you could have this theory that, you know, it's all big farm and they're just making these things just for the sake of making them so they can make you get them and, you know, this, that, and a third. And you're entitled to your opinion, okay? It doesn't make you more or less of a person. If we're friends before this, then we're friends because of a certain reason, not because of who you chose politically, okay? Uh, and we talked about that on the podcast many times on my philatorials, right? Um, But if you don't think that this is a deal, you know, and you think because you're healthy— even if you're vaccinated, that you shouldn't wear a mask or you shouldn't, you know, conform to what the policies and procedures are in your area or your neck of the woods because, you know, you feel some type, some type of entitlement, then maybe you need to reevaluate who you are, you know. Uh, do I like wearing a mask at 300 pounds in the summertime? No, no. Do I like masking up every time I have to go into a facility or at work or or in a supermarket or or deli or a place of business that requires me to wear a mask? No. Do I want to not catch it even though I'm vaccinated and not pass it on to somebody else if I don't if I, if if I don't know I had it? Yes. Yes, I do want to prevent that. Okay. I do want to prevent the spread. Okay, it's not just the flu, okay? It's a hardcore strain of the flu that mutated somewhere and it came to us. It's not just influenza. It's not just something, you you know, you can't just get a flu shot and be be, uh, immune from the coronavirus or whatever, Delta variant. I was listening to a doctor from Ohio 
who called into one of my favorite sports shows yesterday on the way home from the game. And doctor was like, listen, you know, if I thought that, you know, this was something of a farce and I wouldn't tell anybody to do it to get the shot, I mean, you know. And he says, I get, I get, I get hit every day about advice. What should I do? What should I do? What you should do is be a good human, okay? And this may not be a popular opinion, and you may stop listening to the show, and you may even stop following me on social media after I say this, and I can give two fucks because when you watch people die from this or you are a part of moving dead bodies because of this, like I was last year at my, my place of work, you kind of get a different perspective on things, you know? And it kind of it kind of puts you in a place, man. I was like legit sad about life for a good couple of months last year. Where like if if something golf bit happened to me, I wouldn't have cared, you know. And I don't like. And I'm afraid of death. <laughs> I fear it, you know. Even though I had I have I have serious bouts of clinical depression. I've and I've wanted to even take harm myself. I'm still afraid of death, and I didn't care. I was it was so miserable, and just to watch people die, and to read people die, and then to help move dead bodies in my in my hospital, it's just a this pattern, and it's busy now at my job. Not because of the the the, the virus now. It's because of people who were fucking in the house for a year, uh, who are just depressed and and. And now they're acting out, and it's like it's been so busy on 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 the psychiatric side of of medical emergencies that it's been, and I've never seen this this hasn't been this busy in twenty two fucking years. But people were locked up for a year in their house, you know what? People couldn't deal with it sometimes. What are you gonna do? Like I don't, my, you know, my take a lot of times is different because of what I do for work, right? And again, I didn't. This is not a, a a a blue or red thing. This is not because I don't like Trump and I'm not too fond of of Biden either. But it's like it, you know, whoever the president is, I don't have to like you. I just respect I you know, I respect the position. You know, I didn't like Trump because he was a fucking idiot. Not because of some of the decisions he made cuz some of the decisions he made weren't too terrible. Especially when it came to locking down the country when this virus thing first fucking threw off, right? And him getting all the medical stuff that we needed and him pushing for the bill to get all the, the supply companies to make these fucking things that we need, you know, PPE and stuff like that. And him getting the medical, uh, those floating hospitals to each side of the country, like, you know, and him shutting it down when we, you know, when the shit was getting bad, right? That stuff, I'm, I'm all aboard, you know? Um... And when it came to Biden, it was like, okay, Biden wanted a certain number of people vaccinated. That was his goal. And I think that, you know, stuff wasn't being taken care of properly. And, you know, he's not a very uh, socially active uh, politician. He's one of those guys that's been in politics for a gazillion years. And he has set in his ways and he doesn't talk very well. You know, Trump talked more, but didn't talk very good, in my opinion, but it's, again, it's just my opinion. Um, but the main goal was to get the country back in good shape where we're not getting fucking infected from this virus, right? 
So Big Farm gets one, two, and three different vaccinations. Now they're saying this Delta variant, you need to, you, you may, you, you may need to get another uh, shot. And if you had it, like, you, and people who got the two shots, like myself, you may need a third shot. And it's just, you know, it's just a constant evolution of of something bad. And this is commonplace in the medical field. I work in a medical field. I don't. I haven't had in my posi- in my in my in my position in EMS. When I came off the truck, I did administrative in communications. Right. I my my seat, my position hasn't had a written set of policy and procedures like I had when I was on the ambulance. Okay, you have to follow the fire department guidelines. You have to have a certain amount of equipment on your truck. You have to be in uniform and all this other certain. It was it was it was very military, right? Very, very paramilitary. But in this position, stuff changes every day. Communications, uh, insurances, um, the way we the way we dispatch a call, the way we take a call, constantly training, constantly reading shit. Uh, my policy and procedures are memos sent in by superiors on emails. Okay? Nothing concrete. But that's the industry. So I'm I'm used to that. The layperson is not. The person who's just reading the fucking news, watching the news, following CDC, following their local department of health in whatever whatever um state you live in 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 the states anyway. I don't know how it is in Europe. Uh our Euro pals have to keep me uh abrupt of that. Um um not abrupt. Uh, they have to keep me uh, aware of that. I don't know. Like I don't know what the deal is, right? Um, with them, but I do know here in the, in the states, yeah, ha- especially here. Like I said before, two hundred and thirty-four countries. The last I checked, two hundred and thirty-four countries, fourteen million people who are accounted for, not counting the illegals, live in my city alone. My city, not my state. The city, the five boroughs: Westchester, East, and Long Island. Okay. That's fucking insane. Okay, that's insane. Hold on, I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I'm I'm broadcasting, but I got a lot of shit going on in terms of uh, text messages and stuff like that. You know, so any hoot. So I've kind of like I've kind of developed a not I want to say immunity, but I've, I I developed a uh, a strong disliking for the media, even with my sports teams, like, it's like, it's just a fucking hassle. Like, say what you, like, my mom would say, say what you mean, mean what you say, right? So, it's like, alright, but no one, no one, no one can say that no more. Everybody's afraid of shit, you know, like, I was crying, pissing, and moaning last week about the, the, the Cleveland Indians changing their name to the Guardians, and even though the Guardians have, like, this, the, the name itself has some kind of history in the, in, in the city of Cleveland, it's still a fucking terrible name, I don't care what you tell me, Okay? But even the media is just like you know they, they people are only telling you what they they're, they're telling you what you want what they want you to know, and no one's actually some people aren't taking the time out to to read. I have a friend who's I'm not gonna mention her name. She's a nice person. She's constantly just posting shit about 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 being forced to take the vaccination, and other places that don't force them. And you know, it's like listen, if and I told this, my mom hasn't taken the vaccination, right? My stepdad did because he had a lot of. I mean, my mom doesn't want to take it. 
She was told, her doctor told her not to. I I think it's complete horseshit. She's got a second opinion. Her doctor's a fucking quack. Because any doctor that tells you, any doctor in New York City that tells you not to get the fucking vaccination is a quack. Thank God I don't have her doctor as a medical doctor. But again, this is her life. You know, if she wants to live like this, if she thinks that she's got enough antibodies to go on without getting the virus, fucking God bless. You know, have at it. You do you, player. You do you. And to be honest with you, I think it's a fucking, it's insane if you don't do it. And that's why I did it. I did it. I wasn't going to get it initially. I was going to wait a little while. I was going to wait until like the spring or now to get it. Because I wanted to see how, you know, if it didn't kill anybody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But guess what, man? I took that train ride that night on the way home from work right before Christmas. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to get it because no one's following the rules. No one's masking up and no one's fucking doing the right thing. And this is what happens again. And then when, it, when, the, when it's a variant of the fucking virus and people still aren't doing the right thing, this is what happens. There's a spike in numbers, spikes in cases. And people are like, oh, you know, everybody who's got a cold now has fucking COVID. It's not the truth. It's not the fucking truth. The people, there's not, and, and this is, again, and I love these, I, I, again, I, and I'm DIY on punk rock, but I'm, I'm not on that John Joseph shit. John Joseph was the lead singer of the Cro-Mags. And he's, like, pushing 16. He's in the fucking tip-top shape of his life. He's fucking plant-based. He writes cookbooks and does fucking PMA books about about life and about... And he's convinced that this is all a fucking conspiracy and this is all a ploy just to get you to take this fucking vaccine that could possibly hurt you in the long run. Because everything else is, he thinks everything else is kill. Obesity is, is better, is going to kill you or everything else. Other things that he doesn't have are going to kill you before the, the, the coronavirus does. Okay, well, John Joseph doesn't fucking, John Joseph gets endorsed by some fucking holistic doctor for his books and he gets all these, and he gets all these, um, these commendations, which is fine. And, and, and I'm, a, and I didn't grow up in his era, first of all. I, I picked up hardcore in high school. And I had to go back and listen to the Crow Mags and AF and and Minor Threat and A Seven and you know all the bands you know, Gorilla Biscuits and so I, again and I, and this is not me di- knocking the fucking vegan plant based you know t- I love to- Toby from H Two O that my favorite bands and he's all he's been plant based for thirty years right forty years whatever the case it is. It's 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 not I'm not against that. I'm against people who are not adapting to their environment. John Joseph does fucking decathlons and triathlons, whatever the fuck it is. He does all these fucking races with the bikes and the fucking the swimming and all this other shit, right? He goes all around the world and does them. He's in tip-top shape. You know, he lives in New York City, and he's like, well, I live here, and nothing's happening to me. Right, because you're 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 an active guy, and you're not, you're not uh, a statistic in terms of uh, obesity, and you're not a statistic in terms of being any kind of having any kind of illness, but in the same breath, you too can get the virus. And guess what? You're not immune to it. Your immune system may not get you as sick as, say, me, or somebody who's really sick, who has long-term medical problems, like my stepdad who's got diabetes and and cardiac issues, right? But you're going to get sick, and if you get a a good fucking... Good, good strain of it. You'll fucking die too, dude. And I don't care what you tell me. I don't care what anybody tells me. It'll kill you. It'll fuck. I've I've seen people. I watched people I know 
die. Good people, healthy people, healthy people who had no underlined uh, illnesses, colleagues, friends of mine, dead. Before 60 years old, before 50 years old, dead. Dead, okay? So don't fucking tell me about it's all conspiracy, okay? Because your guy's not in office, Okay, that's another reason too. Everybody thinks, well, because Biden's in office, it's you know, it's Biden's fault that we have the strain, or it's Biden's fault that the fucking that the that the fuel prices are, are, are out of the out of no, it's the evolution of 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 the of the country. Money moves the world. Okay, that's the bottom line. I'm not going to get into the whole big thing of politics, but money does move move the world. And yeah, maybe Biden does have an influence on on. The economy and, and a few, of course he does. He's the fucking president. He's the leader of the free world. Of course he does. He's not the sole reason why I'm paying fucking three thousand change for 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 a gallon of gas. Okay. He's not the reason why the the crops in the in the in, in the western part of the country uh, are dead, and you're paying more for fucking pineapples and citrus because it's supply and demand. Okay. He's not the reason. That's just nature, okay? But I've seen people go online and say, oh, God, I paid $5 for a fucking pineapple. It's Biden's fault. Really? I paid $3.50 for a gallon of, uh, of, uh, of, of gas in New Jersey. It's Biden's fault. It's Biden's fault that my fucking, that my, that the $100 I have invested in stocks on my little app that I play with, uh, it, they're not moving anymore. My Bitcoin, my, my, my my Dodge coin, all these all all these cryptic fucking currencies are it's all Biden's fault. And when Trump is in office, oh, this is Trump's fault. It's Obama's fault. It's Bush's fault. No, it doesn't work like that, man. Money moves, but the, but all the branches of government are different in terms of of it, it, it's how the it, it's 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 uh, I I would have to get a whole new podcast to explain all this shit to you. All I know is that the virus is real and, you know, you can be healthy and not get it. You can be healthy and can get it. Be fucking mindful, especially if you live in this tri-state area. Be fucking mindful, man. Throw a mask on. Who gives a shit? Okay? You want to come to somebody's store and they're making you wear a fucking mask? Wear a mask. You want to come to a health facility to get looked at, or you want to visit somebody who's sick, or you want a procedure done, you want something done to help you get better, to he- better health-wise, and they they want you to wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. Okay? Do the right thing. Don't be a bully. Don't be a social media bully. And if you don't want to wear a mask, then don't do any of these fucking things. Stay home. Or go online and get, go, get your goods online. Okay? I won't shop there no more because they make me wear a mask. So don't fucking shop there no more. They're not going to... They, they lose one customer, they're going to fall apart. I'm sorry. Walmart's not going to fall apart because they want you to wear a fucking mask. Okay? I'm sorry. hope they don't fall apart because I like shopping there. <laughs> but I'm sorry, you know? If the local de- the bagel store around my way makes you wear a fucking mask, okay, then there's other bagel stores. Maybe they won't make you wear a mask. So go there instead. But this is the, the the life it is now. Until this is contained, until this is fixed, this is what the life is. So let's let's deal with it. 
Let's be good humans and take care of each other and do the right thing. You don't have to hang out with these people. You don't have to associate with them. You don't have to be social. You have to be civil and just be a good human being. How hard is it to be a good human being? I, and I and the more the older I get, the more angry I get about this question that I have to say that I ask all the time. How fucking hard is it to be a good human? How hard is it to be just to do the right thing, just to just to avoid any kind of conflict? I've seen people online lose their minds in stores, in restaurants. Air, I, the airport incidents have gone up like three hundred percent in the last year. I don't want to wear a mask on a plane. You're going to pay $1,000 for a fucking round-trip flight to somewhere wonderful, but you're not going to wear a mask, and you're going to give the flight people a hard time, get arrested when you get when you land, and then get banned from the airline because you're a dick. Because you don't want to wear a fucking mask. You don't want to wear a mask. Well, fuck you. How about that? You deserve everything you get, you know? And I'm not one of these tree-hugging, liberal, liberal fucking hippies. I'm not. I'm far from it. I lean towards the left a little bit, and when it comes to certain things, I, I have to lean towards the right. Because there's a certain standard I've made for myself as a, as a human being, as a, as a United States citizen, and as a healthcare provider, as a father, as a friend, as a, a relative... An uncle, a cousin, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of things to a lot of fucking people. And you know what? The more roles I add to myself, the more of a responsibility I have or an obligation I have to my fellow human. And that's facts. You know, as the kids say in the street now, that's, that's, uh, uh, what do they say? How do they say it? Um, they're giving it a hundred and it's like a, uh, whatever it is, but I forget. This is not a thing where you should even question it. You're not exempt. You're not exempt because of your job. You're not exempt because of where you live. You're not exempt because of where you vote. What side you? What what party you 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 you're you're a part of? It doesn't. It, this is a human element. This is a human element. This is something that humans should be doing for other humans. If it's a faith thing, and you want to go with, oh well, you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm a God fearing Christian, and that's the and, and and that's the God fearing Christian thing to do. If 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 faith drives you to be a good human, have at it. Does it drive me? Not as much as other people. I'm not a holy roller, you know. And that's another podcast, but. It doesn't drive me as much as other people, but I can see why it would, okay? And I'm not ignorant to the fact. I'm really not, you know? But you know, if you're not being a good human, it's going to disrupt everything around you. It's going to hurt everything around you. It's going to hurt your job. It's going to hurt your way of life. It could, hurt, it could hurt your family, depending on how you deal with it. It could hurt your friends. Could hurt your relatives. It could hurt every single aspect of your life just by not doing the right thing. And not for nothing, and it's and for people I know who do this, you weren't raised like that. I knew you as a kid. I knew you as a preteen. I know you as a young adult. Now I know you as a fucking grown up. You weren't raised like that. 
You weren't living like that before this shit happened. I know you. And I can call you out on your bullshit because I'm your man. I'm your friend. I'm your person. I'm your fucking you. I'm your, I'm your fellow human. I'm your cousin. I'm your I'm your brother. I'm your son. I'm your I'm you know I'm your father. It, it you know not your father. But I'm 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 those other things. You know what I mean? You get the point. I knew who you are, man. Stop faking the funk. Stop faking the funk. Take some more of this cola. I need some cola. I'm always, I'm actually getting hungry. I got some dinner. I'm gonna wrap this up soon. Um, any hoot. Um, I do have some wrestling to talk about. Um, I watched the end of AEW, and I thought the Nick Gage thing was 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 well done. And that's another thing. Leave the fucking dude alone. <laughs> like, let him live. He made he 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 fucked up. He went to jail. He paid his fucking debt to society. You fucking people are so hypocritical, man. All your fucking heroes went to jail or did some grimy shit. No matter what genre it is, actors, actresses, musicians, wrestlers, it doesn't fucking matter. I guarantee you at least one person you rooted for in your life was not on the up and up. Pump the brakes. Let the fucking dude live. Let him make his money. It was well done. Jericho made him look like a million bucks. Shout out to Jericho, okay? Uh, I'm not a big Jericho fan. I told you guys this last week, but you know what? Give him his fucking flowers, man. He did well, and Nick Gage looked good. But the next level, the next thing that he, the next task that MGF is throwing at him, he's got to face who into Guerrero. I'm all about nostalgia, but 2021 Hoovy versus Jericho doesn't excite me as 90, 97, 98 Hoovy versus Jericho did. Sorry, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I I haven't seen Hoover two in years. I'm I'm sure he still looks good. Maybe he perform. I don't know how he performs. I'm not excited about it. I have to watch it. I I'm not gonna shit on it until I actually see it. Okay. Uh, everything you're doing is good, man. I'm feeling it. You know, I'm having a good time. I can't wait. If this whole CM Punk thing is a deal, they got a couple of big events coming up in Chicago. The pay per view and he and, and before that. So if if that's a thing and he shows up, it's a fucking wrap. The industry is gonna. The end. The internet's gonna blow up, explode. And Daniel Bryan too. If if that's all a deal, then that's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna be great for wrestling. And I said this last week. I don't want to hop on it too much. And I know Jay and I spoke about it last week in length. And I'm not gonna beat it up. Uh, NXT. I like what they're doing. That the uh, this week with the Champa and Thatcher versus um the Grizzled Young Vets. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Grizzled Young Vets. It was Pete Dunn. And um, and what's his nuts? Uh, Oni Lorkin. Keep calling him Biff Busick. That's what he is. But then the I forgot the other guy's name. The other the other Euro guy. He came back and helped them. Whatever. I'm feeling that. I the whole Samoa Joe thing. We saw it coming. Once he told Regal, unless provoked, you knew he was coming back. The thing is, and Don Tony mentioned this on his on his show the other night. Um, the thing is, is that they're gonna put they're, they're probably gonna put. Um, cross on this losing streak, where he has to find himself, find his girlfriend again. The whole, f- the whole nine yards. They're gonna make Joe fucking job. They're gonna make him job to Joe, and probably either move him up to the main roster or have him fight back for the title. Um, you, you put Finn on SmackDown. Adam Cole still in the picture. Um, Kyle O'Reilly still in the picture. You know, Roddy's in the other group now. With the, you know, 
and he's gonna fight a few Bobby Fish now. Like all, all this stuff is great. Uh, I, I, I don't want to hop on this anymore because I, you know, I want to, I want to finish my day. It's such a good time for pro wrestling, man. It really fucking is a good time for pro wrestling. It truly is. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. I really, really can't. Um. There's so many things going on. MLW, Ring of Honor's doing well. You know, New Japan stateside now. Tanahashi's getting involved in AEW with Moxley, and he's getting U.S. title shots now with the uh, Archer. It's just, it's just all these things are fun, man. This cross promoting, we've we've all talked about this on the show. It, we've all done this, so it's like it's not a thing where you you, you don't uh, not see it coming. It's just a fun fun time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, I didn't see Raw. I don't care. SmackDown is tonight. I watched SmackDown because I want to see how the whole scene of thing transpires. Um, the live shows are great. The live crowds are great with the shows. I mean, it's going to be a good time, man. Just, you know, be patient. Be mindful on social media. Don't be a hypocrite. Be a jerk off. <laughs> um... That's pretty much it for me. I'm going to do it. That's going to do it for me. We're back next week for a birthday show. I don't know. I think we might podcast before my birthday and play it the day or two after my birthday. But either way, we're going to have a little birthday party for me for next week. We're going to have a bug out. It's going to be great. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. It's been that kind of party. Uh, I really hope you guys take care of yourselves and have a good rest of your weekend. You know all the social media handles. You know all the uh, the, the uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Tomical Throwbacks. All of our network affiliates. Go support them. And just be a good fucking human, man. Be a good human. I'm not saying go get your shot, but if you're not going to get your shot, don't be a douche about it. I'm not, fu- I'm not telling you you should. I think you should, but I'm not going to tell you to get it. You make that decision, but be mindful about it. Okay? Don't be an asshole. Take care of everybody. Okay, we sell each other. Don't get arrested. Avoid the clap. And be a good fucking human, man. Just be a good human. And have a wonderful rest of your weekend. I love all of you guys sincerely. Peace out. Good night, Gracie.